You're listening to A Sunday Kind of Love, a podcast best listened to on a cozy Sunday afternoon, curated with love and deep intention, sessions to expand and pull you closer to who you are and what you deeply crave. It's time to live a life that is meaningful, full of purpose, and feels just right. It's up to us. It's up to us. Welcome back to A Sunday Kind of Love. I'm your host, Stephanie Johnston, and I'm so happy to have you with me today. I would love to start with a few quotes to ground us into the show. I've titled today's show, Curiosity in Nature. If you will stay close to nature, to its simplicity, to the small things hardly noticeable, those things can unexpectedly become great and immeasurable. Rainer Maria Rilke. And my next quote is by Charlotte Erickson. Go outside. Don't tell anyone. And don't bring your phone. Start walking and keep walking until you no longer know the road like the palm of your hand. Because we walk the same roads every day, day in, and day out to the bus and back home and we cease to see Charlotte Erickson so yeah can you take a new route or when you're on your same old route can you notice a little more on my way here to record actually tonight I was driving down Von Harvey and I just thought How many trees can I notice as I'm sitting here at the stoplight? There's quite a few of them. Maybe we haven't noticed living in the city. Look around where you are. In your yard or in the park, wherever you may be. I have a question. Do you recognize the plants, the shrubs, the trees, the flowers? Do you recognize what is in your vicinity? Last weekend, I had a sleepover with my dear friend Jackie at her place. She lives in the middle of the city. So new construction, surrounded by blocks and blocks and rows and rows of houses. So the suburbs. We went for a walk out her back door in the morning, coffee in hand. Her beautiful German shepherd by her side. Or should I say, her handsome German shepherd. And she pointed out the flowering cranberry bogs, the wild strawberries, the wild raspberry canes, the green horsetail providing beautiful ground cover over the land. And recently, she said, was just mud. She named every tree and plant that we came across 
and it was as if we were walking through a nature conservatory. But we were in the suburbs. That day, I witnessed my friend's beauty. I thought, how cool, how truly, truly beautiful and wise that she pays attention to and has a deeper understanding of her environment, a connection with it. It's not just greenery in a field. It's a walk through the field, noticing all of the life there. Jackie, in a sense, you're my teacher. If you're not following her, check her out. Her name is Earthwims, and she also has a very enlightening podcast. So if you do struggle with slowing down your overactive mind, if being in nature isn't enough to really get into that relaxed state of calm, Try shifting your focus to how many plants do you recognize? And then, how many animals or birds do you recognize? Can you name them? Is it a robin? Is it a blue jay? Is it a chickadee? There are many birds around here that I have no idea what they are. And, uh, you know, I could see myself becoming a bird watcher. We have some beautiful places to bird watch around New Brunswick, where I'm from. So even just putting bird feeders out to attract the birds. But also, um, we have places like Mary's Point, and that's a beautiful place for bird watchers. It attracts a lot of tourists every year, bringing their binoculars and their sketchbooks. But also, um, if you find yourself outside and you're still, even though you're surrounded by nature and you're still having overactive thoughts of, you know, whatever problem is looping in your mind or whatever stress you can't forget about, a few recommendations. Firstly, if you shut your eyes and you focus on just the sounds. So like listen in all directions Even if you're in the city, your neighbor who's mowing his lawn or the traffic, all of those sounds are sounds of life, you know, and it is about perspective. You can focus on certain senses. So as I just said, focus on your, the sounds that you hear in all directions, the wind blowing the leaves, the birds chirping. Maybe the neighbor mowing his lawn in the background. Just be aware of all of the sounds. And you can focus on just what you see or what you feel. If you feel like your brain keeps repeating those loops of thought, focus on your breath. Breathe in that oxygen. And you'll notice that nature is a great way to help you slow down and help you just feel a sense of ease and calm. And it happens very naturally. The ions in the air, everything about nature is calming. So your job when you're out there is to just notice if you have thoughts come up and just let it go.
let it go, focus on the beauty. Yesterday, actually, I came home from work and I was feeling quite exhausted. So I put on Netflix and I rarely watch television during the day, but I did. It was still light out. It was a beautiful day. I put the TV on and my dog just came up to me and she kind of motioned me to the door like, let's go outside. So it was chilly, but I went out there and I brought some blankets and I brought myself a nice hot water and me and her just laid out on the deck. And at first I started to read, but then I just let myself listen to nature and just be with Roxy, just be in the moment with her. And it was really a lot more relaxing than my television show. And then I just watched television later after dinner. Back to my friend Jackie and how I was so impressed about the way she just owned the neighborhood. Like she knew every plant that was growing. She knew the name of every tree. It was like she had a relationship with nature, with her neighborhood, right? So, of course, she became an expander to me. What I admired in her is who I want to be. That's something that I would love to be is connected to the earth. And I learned a few things like horsetail is not a whimsical, flowy plant like you would assume. It's just a green plant. And you would think it would be like wispy and white or something. But no, it's just a green plant. Look it up. You'll see. And then you'll learn what that is. It's just fun. So this week, um, while I was out for a walk, I would notice what is growing. Do I recognize it? What stage of growth is it in? Is it flowering? Have the petals dropped already? And this led me to asking people questions when I'd see a flowering plant that I loved yet didn't recognize what is it? I love to learn. And I believe in letting ourselves beautify our spaces and trying new things. It's good for us. It's just so good for us. And that's a great thing about plants too. If there's something that someone you know has planted and you like it, well, chances are they may break it up for you to transplant into your own garden. And that's the beautiful thing about plants. A lady on my mail route actually gave me some ground cover, some plants last summer because I had commented how much I loved her beautiful front garden. So she gifted me these plants. I showed up with my truck. We dug them out. I brought them home in garbage bags and I made sure there was lots of water in there and then I planted them in my yard. And I saw her the other day and I said, I was just thinking of you this morning as I was weeding around the plants that you gave me. And I I thought of you and I thought, how beautiful, how beautiful it is that these plants, every time I look at them, I'll think of you. And she was like, I know, I love that about plants. Like I've got plants from people all the way in Nova Scotia to St. John to, to Moncton, like It's a great thing to gift if people will take care of them. Be in the moment. Be in the moment. I brought my Nature's Whispers deck today. It's an oracle deck, and it's called Nature's Whispers. I got it at the Indigo shop, if you're interested. It's by 
Angela Hartfield and Josephine Wall. Beautiful deck. And it's all about nature. And it's just this beautiful message. So let's pull one for my listeners, okay? So I'm going to hold the cards to my heart as I do. And I'm asking, what message do my listeners need to hear? What do you need to hear? And with these, you believe that you'll find the perfect card. It happens every time. So let's shuffle them up. I've set my intention. All right. So the card we got is infinite blessings. It says, open your heart and your reality to the immeasurable gifts from nature. Loving energy is surrounding you. Love from the highest level is being showered onto you and your life. Count your blessings and remember that love is all around you. Notice these miracles and blessings as they show up in unexpected ways, but always at the most auspicious time. Your life may not be exactly as you anticipated, but be sure to look for your miracles. Infinite blessings. And also when you have a card deck, it's good to look at the, the visual picture as well and see if you see anything in the visual of it. So yeah, little tip for you. I loved that message. On my walk today, I noticed a yard with two different types of lavender bushes. So one was your standard light lilac color. So we have a lot of this type of lilac bush in New Brunswick, my home. And the other lavender bush had flowers of a deeper purple. And the bushes were bordering the sidewalk. And I thought with my curious mind, I'm going to see if they smell the same or if they are different. So kind of like a smell test, I guess. And this is what I noticed as I sniffed. Both of the flowers smelt like summer. I love the scent of lavender for this reason. It's my most favorite flower. It reminds me of summer. It reminds me of growing up. We had a lavender bush on our property. And the scent is just so soft and gentle. And like I said, the gentle smell of summer, sweet summertime. So both obviously smelt amazing, but the darker flowers had an even stronger aroma of the lilac that we all love so much. There is a saying, and it's make sure to stop and smell the roses. So I ask you, do you? Do you stop and smell the flowers? 
Do you stop and smell the roses? Or the pine needles? Or whatever it is? Do you allow yourself that pleasure? Or do you think, oh, what will people think of me? I kind of had that thought today as I got close to the lavender bushes and I smelt one and then I smelt the other and there was a teenager walking her dog and I could just tell that she was like, this lady's kind of (laughs) crazy. But I was curious and in the moment and I learned something new. As my friend Jared Betts, he's an artist in Moncton. You probably are aware of him. His art is all over the place lately. Um, He's actually doing a new mural at Tire Shack right now as we speak. I'm so proud of him. He's awesome. But he is so creative and so in the moment. And he calls it, I remember one time I was reading on his Facebook page how he he got low and he sniffed flowers that were hanging over the sidewalk and he had hesitated to, but he's so happy that he added that smell to his smellbrary. So get it like library, smellbrary. How many smells do you have in your smellbrary? And can you add more by sniffing the flowers? When you are in nature, Take it all in. Be curious. Be playful. Adventurous. And just have fun. Lighten up. Loosen up. Feel better. And now it's time for our weekly reflection questions. So I hope you have your journal close. Or you can always come back to these questions. I'm going to put these in the show notes from now on so that if you're listening and you don't want to get writing right away, you don't want to hit pause or whatever, I'll have it in the show notes. But I'm also going to allow a little bit of time for the people who are currently writing right now. Okay, so your first question I want you to look at your window, or even better, head outside. Do you see trees? And if you do see trees, write the names of the trees you see. Do you see birch, fir, oak? Do you see red maple, cedar, pine? What types of trees do you see? One of my favorite, favorite things is to watch leaves dancing in the wind. I have these really big, tall maple trees in my yard. And I will really miss them when I move. I love the sound of the leaves. I love the look of them. They're just so graceful. And they calm me. So what trees do you see in your yard? 
You can even talk about how grateful you are for your trees. Okay, next question. We're going to have fun with this one. Are there any flowers in your yard? If so, what do those flowers smell like? So you may have to head outside for this later, but I want you to write down the names of your flowers and I want you to write down what they smell like. Try to describe the smell in writing. So this is a nice creative exercise. It is a nice exercise to connect with the beauty of outdoors and to get to know your plants a little more. Do the smell test. Add it to your smellberry. And if there aren't any trees or flowers in your yard, could you plant some? Maybe an apple tree, a pear tree, a pine. Some peonies, some sunflowers. What about some lavender? Oh, I dream of having a field of lavender someday. I have neighbors who in the last few years that they have been occupying their space. So basically they moved in not too long ago, maybe three to four years ago. I have seen their yard literally transform and it has been such an expander for me. It's been very, very aspirational to me. So I tell them that all the time. I say, I want to be just like you someday in the garden. Kind of like my version of, I want to be just like you when I grow up. The intentional beauty that you create. It's so beautiful. So they basically took their grass, like they had the standard grass in the front, grass in the back, nothing interesting really. And they created an oasis. So their front yard, no grass anymore. It has plants and flowers and mulch and some really tasteful zen-like rocks. They've done a really good job. I've asked them. Are you like, are you a landscaping architect? And they just say, no, we just love it. And we love experimenting and we just have fun with it. And they did it for the bees, which I really love too. And their backyard went from grass to, and I've, I've seen all of this happen gradually, right? So their backyard, they just transformed the front yard they did last summer. So it, everything is gradual, but it's so great to keep moving forward in life in every venture that you put yourself into. So their backyard, it's garden boxes with patio stones, and they're made of rough cut slate and they're bordering their property. They have a rain barrel to collect the rain to water their plants. So they're very intentional. And their plants are lush and happy. My neighbor checks her flowers and plants every single morning. She holds a potter's mug of coffee in hand. And she says, good morning, plants. She says, good morning to every one of them. Checks in. Notices any new growth, noticing if there's any pests that have come, noticing if they need anything. She takes care of them. She puts all of her love and her intention in. 
And my favorite, favorite part about the yard that they have is the corner of the yard where it's scattered in abundant wildflowers. And then they have a bee house above that where the bees stay. And written on it, they have cursive writing that says air, bee, and bee. So cute. The glory of gardening, hands in the dirt, head in the sun, heart with nature. To nurture a garden is to feed not just the body, but the soul. By Alfred Austin, from his book, Growing with the Seasons. So I told you about my neighbor's yard and how I want to be like them someday, how they really inspire me and expand me. So my yard, the one I've lived in for 15 years, it doesn't have a whole lot. I mean, it has big, beautiful, mature trees and I enjoy my yard, but you know, I guess now that I'm moving, I kind of am thinking in my mind, you know, my, my inner critic who's always, always talking. I always have to keep a lid on her, but my inner critic saying, wow, you had this beautiful yard. You could have done so much with it. You've lived here and owned this place for 15 years. Like the beauty you could have created here, like it's beautiful, but what you could have done. So my yard has a pot of basil and thyme and lemon balm. I have a planter box with some lilies, a hosta, and a few other flowers in the planter box. My front yard has, like I said, the uh, ground cover that the lady on my mail route gifted me. It has some shrubs and some big maple trees. But it's basically, it's far from what I dream to have someday. Like, I literally, you know, I know that I'll be a gardener forever and I know that is just who I am but I've realized that I've made myself believe that I couldn't really garden which is really I don't even know why I thought that because I'm learning that it's studying what the plants need testing the soil learning when the harvest comes checking in every morning and every night it's keeping things alive. It's nurturing. It's, it's putting your attention on it. And we become what we put our attention on. So yeah, my yard does make me very happy. Big mature trees, a covered porch to listen to the rain. As you know, we are moving soon. And I have lots of plans for what we will grow outdoors. And this weekend, I plan to start my garden beds, the first full moon in June.
In the meantime, I've been listening to podcasts about gardening. There's some really good ones. I wish I had my phone with me right now. I'll put it in the show notes, but I found a great podcast all about beginner gardening. So it's great for just, I mean, just have it on play and you learn a lot. So gardening podcasts, I've been reading gardening books. I've been looking at plants and seeing what I like and just dreaming. I've been learning to be like my friend Jackie, identifying what I see. So to recap today's session, be curious. Take it all in. Is there something you love and admire? Try planting it and then nurture it. Don't take yourself out. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy your life. Enjoy the bountiful nature that abounds. And lighten up. Be curious. Be curious. See the beauty and create the beauty. Thank you so much for listening today. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for sharing the show with people that you love, people who could benefit from what I'm talking about. I always try to bring light into these shows because I know there's so much going on in the world. And it does not mean for a second that I'm not recognizing all of the pain. I'm just trying to bring a little light in for your Sunday listening. A little light in. I do believe that if we raise our own vibration, we will be better for ourselves, for others, and we will help raise the vibration of the planet. So... I hope you enjoyed my little session of light and I hope that you have you become a goddess outside how would I say that I hope you become very earth whimsy outside and understand that you have a relationship with nature and the plants so until next time have a great week if you'd like to help me grow you can leave me a rating on whatever platform you're listening to or share it with someone who needs it. And you can find me at thegoddessgatherings.ca. This podcast was produced by Tosh Taylor of the Podcast Hub Productions. Find her online at podcasthub.ca.